powered by KFC Colac, AKD Softwoods, Sports Power and Kelly Civil Construction. This is CDFNL Live. Sends it down. Oh. It was 175 days ago that the CDFNL uh, CDFNL season for 2023 kick-started. And now today, on this one day in September, the weather conditions have turned it on. 22 degrees, massive crowd. This is the biggest crowd I've seen at the CDFNL Grand Final in years. As we say, a very good afternoon, everyone, and listening wherever, right across the country, and of course, right around the world here on CDFNL Live here on Mix FM. The two best sides for the 2023 season are going to square off to end premiership droughts. It is LV taking on the Colac Imperials. LV in their first grand final since 2005, and they're trying to end a 23-year premiership drought. And this is probably their best chance to do it. Well, the Colac Imperials, a lot of junior kids in that lineup that played in this game 10 years ago when they lost to Lorne. I think Stephen Castle's the only player involved in that game as well. The Imps looking for their first premiership since 1995. And an interesting fact, both coached by the same bloke. John Henry was involved as well, coached the Imps in 95 and Alvey in 2000. Of course, the A-grade netball and it's set to be an absolute epic like it was this day 12 months ago. LV taking on Irrawarra Biak. Amazing atmosphere around the grid. It is probably Colac's version of the Melbourne Cup. Colac's version of the AFL Grand Final. Whatever you want to throw under the bus as well. We've got a massive CMTP pre-game show. Well, we'll get to that in just a second here. Drew Simmons in the host chair again this afternoon. Cannot wait for this one. It's going to be absolutely superb. In charge of the Stevcom says, look, he's done for the entire of the 2023 season. He's done a fantastic job. Does it all by pencil. He's the best in the business in terms of this sort of stuff. And there's AJ Brady, mate. How good is this weather that's turned on for us this afternoon? Yeah, looking like a magnificent afternoon, Drew. You're right. It is probably the biggest crowd or certainly I've ever seen at a CDFNL Grand Final. Spoke to Peter Hickey in the pre-game uh, with Ed Thomas, and he mentioned that how important that first quarter is going to be. Get off to a fast start because players are going to tire in the second half with these really warm conditions. So fast start, really important today, Drew. Uh, of course, the new life member of the Carlton District Football Netball League and thoroughly deserved during the week. So congratulations to Hick on behalf of all of us. Peter Mulheron is going to be with us in the box. Look, he's done for the tidy and he's done a fantastic job, mate. Good afternoon. What a day for us. Oh, how could you not be excited? Grand final day is always exciting, but to have a day like this and a crowd like this, it's um, it's just fantastic. It's the biggest community day in Colac. Yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Totally agree. Well, is this the biggest crowd you've seen? Uh, yeah, it would be. It would be, I think. Yeah. yeah it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, the bloke is going to be doing the boundary riding duties like he's done throughout the entire final series. The former coach of the Western Eagles, and that, of course, is Craig Hardingham. Big H. What a day. Well, like I said, what a cracking day it is for football. Yeah, it always is, isn't it? So, um, you know, generally late September, you generally get the best weather and um, you, know, you forget about those freezing cold nights in the middle of winter, getting to training and that. So this is what you play footy for. So. Of course, we put, we obviously, this, last year was it's always cold and freezing on the second Saturday, but now today it's absolutely turned it on. Blokers, you've got to be my co-commentator like he's done for the last couple of Saturdays. And this is how many grand finals for you, Max Blakers? We say good afternoon to you. Uh, grand final number 15 that I've attended, and I wow. reckon calling grand final number 13. Really excited, I tell you what. 
CDFNL Grand Final Eve, it's, it gives me a bit of a buzz Friday and couldn't sleep a bit, get a bit excited, coming to the ground early, crowd building, it is a glorious day. I reckon it's been a good 10 years since we didn't have any rain forecast on Grand Final Day in Colac. Um, Very unusual to yeah. have this type of weather this time of the year too. The yeah, crowds yeah. here, it's genuine 2018 JLT Wizard Cup uh, crowd when Essendon and Geelong um, played here. That was a tremendous atmosphere day, but I tell you, I reckon today tops it. It's uh, it's a beauty. Everyone's come out, and it should be one hell of a game. Yeah, one change for both sides, of course. There was always going to be some hard luck stories, and unfortunately for Campbell Scott, unfortunately did his did his uh, Liz Frank in his foot in the last five minutes of last Saturday's preliminary final win against the Aurora back, which is an absolute shame. I ran into him earlier, and he's keeping his head up high, So, which is unfortunate. We want to see the best players play on Grand Final Day. Well, Luke Garner was a late withdrawal from, uh, from that game. Comes in, of course, he missed the game with a corky. Well, Dom Dare, the Centurion goal kicker for 2023, comes in, and Rue Riddell is the unlucky one to miss out. And it's always, always is on Grand Final Day. There's always going to be some hard luck stories, and Rue Riddell fits into that category, Pete. Yeah, no, definitely. Look, Will, he's played his part throughout the season, and unfortunately, he just got squeezed out at the end, but um, it's a massive loss for him because uh, Campbell Scott is a game-breaker. He is, and he plays well against Elvin. Yeah. That good Friday night game, he kicked three goals in that third That's quarter. Uh, his burst of speed really worries Elvin uh, uh, through the middle, and you know, he's a he's a 26 disposal getter, but also a three-goal goal kicker, kicker, 40 That's, goals this year. Yeah. It's just a huge out, but um, it, it's one game. Colac yes. Imperials can try and cover it. They can. Um, and you just got to go with your system. They've got players that missed out last week. They've got to, they've got to, it's not like he's, they're going to have to bring up someone from the Magoos. They're actually bringing in quality players. So I reckon Listerow, he's a bit of a mastermind and yeah, he'll try I, and figure out something. I think he done the right thing, getting it out early in the week and <laughs> get the playing group to accept that um, Campbell's not going to be there today. And not only yeah, that, and not only that, both sides, a lot of players... Are locals. Yes, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's all like five or six for Albie that aren't, and Imperials is about seven or eight. So it's absolutely fantastic. How many, how many grand finals have you been involved with, Big H, in your local footy career? Um, played in three or four, I think, at senior level. Yeah. And only won the one. So. How is it the morning of, Craig? What would the players be feeling when they get up this morning and uh, venture out here to the central? What, how was your feelings? Oh, I just tried to keep everything as normal as possible and. And you know what? It, I, you know, if you have six beers on a Friday night watching the footy, continue to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, bad luck to your demons last night, by the way. Hey, so we better get that out of the way quickly. Uh, bad oh, kicking's bad footy, it's boys. Two and, weeks uh, in a row that's happened. Yeah, yeah. but anyway. But uh, now, obviously, a big thank you to Wade for all covering what is uh, coverage this morning, keeping on what's happening in the juniors, and of course the uh, the netball. Some and cracking games of footy and netball already conducted today. We might go through some of the scores now before we take our first break here on our CTMT pre-game show. 13 under netball saw Illawarra back 38. They defeated the Western Eagles 35 with Sasha Heaton-Harris. Best on court there in the 15 and under. Western, uh, in fact, it was Illawarra back. They got the job done 32. They defeated Illawarra back 21. Uh, Western Eagles 21. Emmy Thrift of course, the, the daughter of the great Narelle Frith was best on course there too. In the 17 and under, Western Eagles were premiers and champions. They won 51. They defeated the Iroh back 26. With Tilly O'Brien from the Western Eagles there, best on court. D-grade, this game was an absolute ripper. You could have gone either way all day. South Colic led by matches three with about two minutes to go. And then the Bombers come from the, come from behind. They can't, They just took the victory from the jaws of defeat. 32-31 to 31 there with um, with Kate Busfield from Iroh back, best 
on court there. And in C grades, uh, the Culloch Imperials 32, they defeated South Culloch 19 with Caitlin Ward from the Culloch Imperials were best on court. In the football, it was a clean sleeve for the Bombers in the junior side of things. Uh, in the under 14 halves, the Bombers 8 9 57, they defeated Birigara 3 4 22 with Ashton Middleton best on ground there. And in the under 18s, it was a cracking game of football. And Illawarra back managed to turn the tables from a couple of weeks ago. They defeated Lawn by 13 points 6 6 42 to 3 11 29 with Tommy Frampton. Best on ground. You would have heard from him a short time ago when speaking to Wade. He's a ripping young kid. He's, he was a serious player today. And at half time in the reserves, it's only a point the difference with the Dolphins with their noses in front. 2 3 15 to the Tigers. 2 2 14. Plenty to get through here on the CNTP pregame show on grand final day. We've got a Vox Pop coming up. We've got Jim Allen to join us shortly. Volunteer of the year. Max's top five. We've got Goal Mark and Clanger of the year. So stay tuned for that. And plus, we'll get stuck into this big game between Elvie and the Carlock Imperials. And of course, the netball between the Swans and the Bombers. Back from the Central Reserve on Grand Final Day 2023 on the other side of this break. Oh, he goes with Thanks to CMTP. It's the pregame show on CDFNL Live. Yeah, welcome back here to the CMTP pre-game show. The final one for 2023 on Grand Final Day 2023. It is Elvie and the Carlock Imperials trying to end their respective premiership droughts at about 4.30 this afternoon. And in the Agro Nepal, the Swans are looking for a three-peat as they take on the Bombers, who are trying to win their first flag in over a decade. So it's plenty to look forward to. We'll keep you updated right throughout the course of the day. And also, you can catch the stream off the football and netball on our CDFNL Live Facebook page. So just uh, if you want to watch some footy and netball on that, just well, if you're not at the ground, to tune in for that as well. We've got plenty to get through here on the CMTP pre-game show. It's time to give you the honours, Maxie, because we've got the Volunteer of the Year happening right now. Yeah, the Kevin Murphy Volunteer of the Year. We've got uh, his wonderful daughter, Belinda, in the box here that's going to present the award for uh, 2023 past winners. We had Murphy won our inaugural one back in 2019, and then we had Christelle last year. But uh, this year, Pete, do you want to do the honours we'll and do introducing? The honors. Yeah, we've maybe got... just build it up a little bit. So we've got the great man from Elvie who uh, didn't grow up here as a local, but um, certainly got himself involved in uh, in the LV Footy Club and has continued on to contribute to the league. And uh, it's without people like this that, that uh, football in the community doesn't survive. And I'd like to welcome and uh, Stewie Ball as our Volunteer of the Year. And I thought everyone will uh, appreciate that. Well done, Stewie. Well done, Stewie. Thanks, Mel. And Belinda has the, the little plaque for you. There we go. Well done, Stewie. Named after the great Kev Murphy. Uh, Stewie, just tell us a bit about your background. You know, you said from uh, from WA, but what got you involved to, to Alvey? And then and then what made you go on the, the uh, CDFNL board? Um, I suppose Jane, Jane Williamson got me out to Alvey, basically to play cricket, play with wicket, just looking for a cricket side. Uh, great cricket club. I'm looking for a footy club. And yep. I said, well, might as well stay out here. And I've gone perfect. And I guess the thing is, I like doing stuff yep. and I like helping out. I'm, I don't reckon I'm the best volunteer, but I never say no. And so if someone needs something, yep. I'll do it. And then so from that, that grew into being the Resi's team manager, then at seniors team manager. <laughs> and then I'll do the gate in the morning before the first shift just to give Jared Barrow a hand because he's one that does a power of work out at Olvey. Yep. And then... Uh, Hunty was looking for someone to step down and uh, someone to take over and 
I was more than happy to help. So that's basically how I got on the board and how I got involved at Elvie. Ah, it's, it's fantastic, yeah. and that's what our league's all about, isn't it? Yeah, it is. The volunteers. It's, it's fantastic for people that yeah. come into our community. Yeah. It's a great way for you to connect with our community as yeah. well, and, yeah. and uh, you've really immersed yourself, and uh, yeah. you're a very popular figure yeah. amongst oh, yeah. the CFL. Well, I will say, it's, when you're new to town, it's the easiest way to meet people is to get involved, and when you enjoy footy, it was just a no-brainer to come out and enjoy footy, and then first first year you're sitting around watching, and then it just slowly grows from there. Are you going to take the Cedia Finale polo shirt off and put on an LV1 at 2 o'clock? Uh, no, I'll wait till after the game. <laughs> I'd like to feel like I'm an official right to the end. Yep. I will be wearing it uh, post-game time, win, lose or draw. Are you in charge of the cash today? What's the taking so far? Uh, it's hard to say with the FPOS, but oh, yep. is it, it, it's, it's a big day. Big is, day. is this the biggest crowd you've ever seen at a grand final here, yeah. Stewie? Yeah, I, yeah I, I thought last year was the biggest I'd seen, and this looks way bigger than last year. Now, how excited to have to see your football and the A grade netball both <laughs> on the one on the same grand final day, Stewie. When was the last time that would have happened? I would have thought would have happened for at least twenty years, I reckon. Yeah, no, yeah, it'd, it'd be interesting to know. But yeah, no, it's it's great for Alvi, and I mean I'm just wrapped for the senior footballers because say they've been they've been one of the better sides for the last four years. And to, but until you get well, you got to the day, and now if they they play well. And it, it'll just be just rewards for them. How much of the Swans we might today, Shui? Oh, I'll be honest with you. I'd, I'd, I'd take a goal. I'd take anything. But yeah, I was going to say, we, we win, no, hopefully. No so. shenanigans tonight from you, though, right? Oh, I cannot guarantee <laughs> You've got another passion. Yeah. Horse racing. Oh, yeah. Have you got a tip for us? Got a tip for the name. Of Look, Davis, that so. award's named after one of the worst horse race oh, tips no. of all time. I'm still <laughs> recovering from some of those COVID <laughs> tips that Murph used to no. give me. Oh, yeah, you've got to give no. me a good one. No, I, I am a no good tipper. You can ask Hunty. We, we run a punters <laughs> club. I've had one good week and lots of donuts. I run into you at the Camperdown races and you gave me one tipping at once. So. Oh, there you go. Uh, Stewie, right. well done, mate. Best of luck uh, for the rest of the day. Cheers, thanks. Well done, Stewie. Congratulations. Congratulations. The volunteer of the year, Stewie Ball, of course, and Alvy Band through and through as well. So in the reserves, 2 3 15 apiece. That's gone about nearly four minutes into the third quarter. That thanks to Think Water, Aussie Theatre, but I group right across the afternoon. We'll better preview the A grain apple before we take a break. What a game we're in for this afternoon. A rematch of last year's grand final, that epic grand final that went to extra time, and the Swans got the job done. They went back to back. They have become a bit of obstacles because they had lost a few players before the season started and they got gained a couple of pretty handy ones in Hayley Foster and Ruby Bowers who we did see win the Val Russell medal during the week, a runaway winner at that as well. So it's going to be a cracking game, guys. We see Rhiannon White, of course, a former premiership player at Lawn, is also involved in the game today. He comes to the Bombers this year. So plenty to look forward to in the netball this afternoon, Pete. Yeah, I think it's going to be a cracking game. Um, obviously, Elvie a three-peat, but uh, with a completely different list of players. And I think as the season's gone on, uh, those players have actually gelled together and um, they've improved throughout the season. Rhiannon White, what a huge in Firawarra back. We've seen where she finished in the league vote count on uh, Wednesday night. So uh, I, it's going to be hard to separate these two teams. But uh, the week, How important is the week off and, the, and obviously the, the warm conditions? Yeah, yeah, that, that's going to play a big factor. It's a non-contact sport, netball. Probably doesn't give you the advantage like a footy does where... Um, yeah, so prob- probably negligent, I reckon, the week off in, uh, in netball. Who are we tipping in the best on court? 
Oh, I'll go uh, Hayley Foster for an outsider. Oh, um, that's not really an outsider. Yeah, and uh, I'll, I'll put Albie by a goal. Oh, like last year. AJ? Yeah. Bombers by three goals, and I'll go Courtney Garner to win best on court. Big H, what a game this is going to be. Yeah, it is. Um, oh, um, still tossing <laughs> up, actually. I, 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 I'll go Irrawarra Biak, I think, and um, we'll go Rachel Seabright best on. Yeah, not a bad. I'm with the Bombers as well. They've more been my premiership tip since the start of the year. Very good win last week, and obviously that lost a couple of weeks ago, and obviously last year would have gained the desire to go one better this year. I think they'll win by a couple of guys, and I'm going to go Grace Garner for best on court two. Of course, a former Val Russell medalist and, of course, runner-up during the week as well. So it's going to be a cracking contest nonetheless. We'll take a break here and back with plenty more on grand final day. We've got Max's top five, Vox Pop, and our awards for Gold Mark and Clanger of the Year. Plenty to look forward to here. Back with more. Highway Warm Ponds. Oh, oh, oh. He goes Thanks to CMTP, it's the pregame show on CDFNL Live. Yeah, it is Grand Final Day 2023 and the weather gods have looked after us in spades this afternoon here. It's about 22 degrees expected. There is quite a little bit of a breeze, but perfect conditions really for everyone for the final game of the 2023 season. What a season it has been. It all comes down to Elby and the Cullock Imperials, the two best sides in the senior football for 2023. It's in their long premiership drought. Elby trying to end their 23-year premiership drought, while the Cullock Imperials trying to end their 28th year premiership drought. This afternoon, that will happen at around about half past four this afternoon. Unless we get extra time, which it could be a real possibility because the grand final draws are at the window. So we're looking forward to what's going to be a ripping afternoon. 1963 was the only drawn grand final, right. and it was featured by like Imperials, and then they won the next week by a point. Yeah, we might hold uh, Vox Pop in the top ten for now because we're going to be joined by the chairman of the league, of course, his first grand final in charge of the helm, of course. He's been busy. He's been flat out doing everything this afternoon, looking looking after the Cups, of course, the presentations, you name it, and what a year he's had. The chairman of the league, Jimmy Allen, joins us, mate. How are we? Not too bad, Drew. Thanks for the intro. I don't think I've been doing that much, but... Uh... I feel like a lizard. I need a drink. <laughs> First of all, mate, we'll both kick Alvin uh, Lee, senior football in the A-grade Nepal Grand Final too, mate. Uh, as, a, as a former club, as a clubman from Alvi, you must be wrapped. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I've also got a son playing for Alvi uh, too. Uh, so. Danny, yes. So, uh, Has you, yeah. Have you spoken to him today? How's the nerves? Yeah, yeah. No, he seems quite settled there. I had a few words to him there before. Nothing too inspirational. I, uh haven't got any great motivational uh, speeches for him, but, yeah, no, he's pretty pretty ready to go. How have you enjoyed your first year and been in charge of the league, mate? Has it been challenging? Has it been great? Or has it been a bit of both? Oh, it's been all of the above. Um, look, when you're out here on a day like today, it's just one of the greatest things you ever did see. You know, like, the crowd here is just absolutely magnificent. Is this I, the biggest you've seen at a grand final? I'm... Yeah, it is. Like, normally we always get a bit of rain or something like that, but today the sun's shining. 6,000 cans of beer were sold last year. Do you reckon that record's going to be broken? Oh, I think it's already gone. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Bay 13 already... might get a bit rowdy later in the day. Yeah, we've already been back to restock once. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you ran Colac out of beer last year, didn't you? So the, yeah. the Phil Cobbledick bar is running very well then, obviously. By the yes, yes. You can attribute all that to Phil. He's done a magnificent job over the years. Uh, taken over now by Wilco. 
So he's filling filling the the shoes of Phil quite well. And he's walking laps still. Um, Jimmy, uh, being the chairman, you would have had some really bizarre phone calls every Saturday. I know we worked with Hick for so long when he was chairman. What's been one of the weirdest requests from a, a club? You don't have to name it, but during the, the 2023 season when you've just gone, what? Oh, look, you often uh, get a lot of phone calls about rules and regulations and things like that. And to be quite honest, I haven't read the rule book myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bring your chair, you can make them up as you go, mate. <laughs> I think, yeah, I have done that. But to me, I think common sense prevails in all situations. Um, so, yeah, no. Just a quick question. You were on the ball when the two Pete's were a chairman of the league. Were there any funny stories that you want to share on air? Keep, keep no language, obviously. <laughs> oh, no. Well, the, the two of them are devils on the grog. Pete you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, does a drink. Bang. <laughs> Pete would have been on the red cordial. Pete Dickey, that is. Oh, oh well, oh, yeah, yeah. too much sugar goes yeah. a long way. Yeah. He's the on cokes. the heavy cokes, the heavy yeah. cokes, not the sugar freeze. Um, Look, no, both, look, all the people that I've worked with on the league, uh, you know, over the period of time I've been on there, they've all been great. You know, like, um, everyone just, like, it's just everyone helping each other out all the, all the time. And uh, I'll put it out there again that we're actually one person down and we do need a couple for next year. So if anyone has uh, got some ideas or whatever, yeah, look, come along. Give us your name. Jimmy, do they have to to be affiliated with a club or would you be happy for someone outside of club land to come aboard? Oh, no, you don't have to be affiliated with a club, but just someone with a a reasonable football knowledge or, you know, something like that, you know, that's all we need. So you would have been thrilled with uh, Monday and Wednesday night at the RSL with the vote counts? Oh, yeah, no. They're also, you know, like... um, the, the Lippy done a fantastic job as the MC and uh, took over from Max's uh, reign. But, uh, no, it was a fantastic night. I think everyone appreciated the night. Got a, it was over and done with fairly quickly. So. It's the yeah. first time you've done it on Grand Final Week, though. Does it, did it make the week a bit quicker in some ways? Because normally it's pre, prelim final week that you have those outcomes. Yeah, uh, probably for us uh, on the board it, was, it made it a little bit easier because normally... Normally we'd have football on Saturday, Sunday, yeah. and then vote count Monday, mm. then Wednesday. Whereas we had we had it on the Saturday, had the Sunday yeah. off to sort of regroup and, but yeah, so it was a lot more relaxing, I feel. So the setup now at the RSL with the TVs and everything. Hopefully the clubs will jump in there and uh, maybe have a few functions there. Oh, for sure. You know, like um, the, uh, the the setup there at the moment is absolutely fantastic. And to be quite honest, if uh, any, anyone down at the RSL, they'd be they'd be watching the games now because they stream the games live. So if it's one of those cold, wet days and the the uh, cameras are down at lawn or something like that, you can slip into the RSL and watch it. Just, have you heard that noise, by the way? Simpson just kicked a goal in the reserves and they're up, and they're up by seven points uh, in about midway through the third quarter. There, boys, keep, keep who's going. your tip today, Jimmy? Who's going to win and who's going to be best on ground? Danny Allen. <laughs> First goal, best on ground. And uh, I, I think, yeah, I'll go off my heart and uh, say I'll be... Jimmy, mate, congratulations. Very, very well done, uh, well done on your first year at the, uh, the job as a chairman, mate, and all the best for today. Thanks a lot. And thanks for your support all, uh, all year too, you know, and uh, 
to Jared, uh, who does the programs and that. You know, they do a fantastic job. And um, after the game tonight, there might be a bit of a surprise floating around Ooh. in the crowd. Okay. Be mm. watch your space on that one. Well done, mate. Good job. Okay, thank Great. you. Thanks, Jimmy. Uh, got well Jimmy done. Allen, the chairman of the Kaikan District Football Netball League. Now it's time for AJ's Vox Pop for Grand Final Day 2023. He's been t- he's telling me that he's it's pretty easy questions today. So uh, yeah. Emily, who's back in the studio today after celebrating her 18th last week, please play the sting. It's AJ's Vox Pop on CDFNL Live. So with the questions today, Drew, we'll only ask the three of the four used uh, each answer because just to streamline it a bit. So we'll yep. start with you, Big H, with question one. Can the Colic Imperials win today's grand final without the injured Campbell Scott? Oh, of course they can. I mean, they're going to have to play out of their skin. Um, they probably were going to have to play fairly well even with Campbell Scott in the side. I think it's a it's a massive out. If you asked Elvie who would, who would you rather have out of this Imperial side, they'd probably say Campbell Scott because... He's got some serious leg speed, and that's probably the, the worrying sign for Elvie. But they've got plenty of other blokes with leg speed too. So, you know, you, you can't replace him with one player. But if, you know, across the board they they fill that void, they can still win the game for sure. Maxi, they've sort of recruited in the depth mode to sort of, I don't know, counter-attack that sort of situation if they had a key player like Campbell go down. And he's a wonderful player. He's a 26 disposal, 40 goal, 40 goal play midfielder. But... It is tough, but I feel like they can win it. They can win it without him. Pete Mulherin. Yeah, I agree with H. The um, premierships are not won by a single player. And uh, and even if uh, Campbell had the best game of his life, doesn't necessarily mean Imps are going to win. But he's a huge loss. And uh, Imps have just got to all contribute today, 100% contribution. I would have liked that theory in 2020, Pete, but Dusty Martin didn't play. We would have <laughs> pantsed you up at the so, gamma. Question two, Drew, I'll start with you. How big of a factor is previous grand final experience in today's game? Oh, it's always important, AJ. I think what are you, that's why the Colour Cabrillas grab Mick Foster and George Stevens at the club to play on these types of days. And Elvia, they've got a lot of grand final experiences, of course. But no, a lot of them come from the Colour 2014 Premiership team, so there's obviously a big day. Obviously, we know two coaches are very, very well coached sides, and Joe Dare and Paul Listro. So, I think grand final experience is a huge key, especially on big days like today. Particularly for a lot of these players playing in their first grand final. Big H, you've played in four. What do you think? Oh, I think I think it doesn't really matter how many you played in. That first ten minutes is always the same. Might just settle a little bit quicker, but yeah, yeah. I don't think it holds too much uh, too much to the actual game itself. Pete Mulherin, do you agree with that? Yeah, I think zero. Okay. I, I really think you're you're up for the game on the day, and uh, how the coach handles you, how, how the club prepares you, you go out, you're going to be hyped up for the first ten minutes, and then you're going to settle. So, I, I think the best team will win on the day. Yep. Maxi, question three: Who wins today's grand final, and why? Uh, I reckon it just seems like everything's going the way of Alvi. Uh, minor premiers the last three years, it's probably their their chance. You feel like Colac Imperials. Have a couple of years in that same position where they're at at the moment. Um, El, we have a few ageing warriors. De Lorenzo, will he go on? Levi Dare. Um, you know, these sort of things have been missed out an opportunity of a flag in our COVID years. So it's probably theirs for the take, and they're definitely the uh, the, the flag favourites. Um, and I just think they everything seems to be in line for them, and I reckon they will win today in a close one. Yeah, I think uh, everything's fallen Elvie's way. I think the last two times that they've... Met these two teams, Elvie have shown 
but they may have worked out uh, the Achilles heel for, for Imps and they haven't let them get the ball on the outside. So if they can bring that same intensity around the ball carrier, I think it's Elvie's day today. True. Yep, totally agree with Pete. I think Elvie's pr- I think the pressure's going to be key today. We think we had question marks coming in a couple of weeks ago. How will they handle... Carlton Imperial's pace and I think their questions was pretty well answered. They just answered every question they were asked so that's going to come in very handy today too. Pete Mulherin moving on to AFL questions now. This is the last time I can ask these questions for 2023 so who will win this year's AFL Premiership and who will it beat in the Grand Final? Oh, I hate to say it but I think Collingwood are going to win and they're going to beat Brisbane. Okay, Big H, who do you like? Who cares about the AFL? <laughs> Great answer, Big H. You asked him at the wrong time, mate. If you wanted to skip after what, after what happened to Melbourne last time, you asked him that. Um, Can't win them in Perth, can you? Wouldn't it be great to see uh, Carlton and Collingwood uh, face oh. off in the granny? But And I don't like Collingwood, so I'll probably say Carlton. Okay, great. <laughs> Uh, Brisbane for me. I think they're, they're, I think they're the form side. No, Collingwood have been the best side, but Brisbane have pretty much been the form side throughout the course of the year. So I think last week we saw against Port Adelaide when they put the foot down in the third quarter and the way they move the ball and the forwards are on top, they're a very dangerous team. So I think it would be Collingwood-Brizzy grand final and I think Brisbane have got a very good chance of winning. So that's how open it is. We've had yes. three people, three different Brisbane GWS answers. for me. Okay, there you go. Four <laughs> different answers. Yeah, uh, so final question. Start with you, Big H. Who will win the Brownlow medal? Um, I, I don't think Dacos will. I'm just going to get, put it out there. I reckon Petrarca. I mean, Oliver had oh, here we go. Oliver had a long time out, and Petrarca was definitely with Viney, probably our best player. So, He's I mean, played well the last couple of weeks, hasn't he, Jake well, Viney? Yeah. Well, Stephen May last night was pretty good too, but yeah. he probably wouldn't have got a vote because they just give him to midfielder. So, a midfielder will win yeah, cool. it. Okay. Cool. Maxi? Dacos will win it. Has it wrapped up at about round 16? He was uh, brilliant. Yeah, uh, I'd like to see Bonton Pally win because yep. I think he deserves one. Likewise, Petrarca, but I just think Dacos, just the flair. The the media beat up over him. Well, it's not a beat up. He was pretty good, but definitely missing those last few games uh, might cost him. But Bartel missed, mm. I think, the last three or four yep. games in 07 and still won the Brownlow, so it can be won. Oh, oh, yeah, obviously Dusty would have won it, only the anti-Richmond umpires <laughs> don't vote for him, so I think uh, Bonton Pelly from... Uh, Taranto, or Taranto was a chance. Oh, no, no, no. Dear, don't tell Kane Corns that. I think Bonton Pelly will yep. win, win the Brownlow. I don't think he'll have a lot of players take um, votes off him at, at the Bulldogs. Yeah, Marcus Bontempelli for me, AJ. He's the best player in the competition, and I think he will score a well-deserved Brownlow medal victory. So that's AJ's Fox Pop. Well done, mate, for the course of the year for that. Right on, AJ. We'll take a break here from the Central Reserve. Three-quarter time in the reserves. It is Simpson leading by one point, 3-5-23 to Lawn, 3-4-22. And I think Birigara won the B-grade netball. Haven't got a score there yet, but we'll get, get to that. I put it on their socials in the next uh, few minutes. We'll take a break here on CNFNL Live. Back with Maxi's top ten and our awards for goal, Mark and Clangard here before we get stuck into this massive grand final between the Swans and the Cats. Back with more here on the CMTP pre-game show on grand final today, 2023, after the break. Two, three. Oh, he goes with Thanks to CMTP. It's the pre-game show on CDFNL Live. It's an amazing atmosphere here at the Central Reserve for Grand Final Day 2023, and this is unbelievable. This is the biggest crowd I've seen to a CDFNL Grand Final. I think the first one I did was 2011, and this is the biggest I've seen. It is absolutely incredible. Standing room only here 
here this afternoon here in Carlisle. It's the Melbourne Cup. Uh, it's our version of the Melbourne Cup, without a question about that. So it is LV and the Carlisle Imperials for the side who will take home the 2023 Premiership. LV trying to win their first Premiership since 2000, and the Carlisle Imperials trying to win their first flag since 1995, of course. And this will be their sixth grand final meeting between these two clubs. Of course, the last one, these two, the last time these two sides played in a grand final was 1977. And of course, it's a four-two advantage. You've been in your thirties then, mm. Pete. Nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah. Okay, so we retired for the about, first time oh, by then. I was fifteen. The fifteen. 15. Oh, yeah, there. Yeah. there you go. There as well. Reserve score update. Early in the last quarter, it's a two-point lead to Simpson, three-six twenty-four to Dolphins, three-four-twenty-two. So we'll get through the we'll go through the results again very very shortly. If you just joined us, because there has been some ripping games of footy and netball. Watch the decrade earlier, boys, between uh, Illawarra Beck and South Carlisle, and it was an unbelievable game of uh, netball. South Carlisle were home for home money. We're about three goals up with about three minutes to play. And then as soon as the 15 and under netball finished, everyone just sprinted over to watch the last couple of minutes. And it was absolutely incredible. The Aurora back come from the class to get the job done by one goal. So it's been a good day for the Aurora back so far. I think they just got beaten the B grade, but we'll get that confirmed for you as the, the afternoon goes on, of course, as well there too. It's time for Maxie's to... Obviously, he normally does a top five, but today it's a special. We're going to do a top ten. So, Emily in the studio, please play it. It's Maxie's Top 5 on CDFNL Live. The crowd have gone absolutely off their heads here at the moment. Because <laughs> of, of the Top 5 that announcement. Was, <laughs> that, that was the best dummy spit I've seen by, from a player since Brian Taylor. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't you, like the free kick against him, the lawn bloke out there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, close one in the reserve. Two, two points of difference too, so uh, still plenty of time. It is a Top 10 today. Uh, just before I get into the Top 10, I just want to also reach out to a lot of people uh, over the last couple of months. And, uh, yeah, I did uh, did take a bit of time off CDFNL Live this year. Um, a lot of things have happened in my life this year, and it's uh, it's been a, tr- a tough one. It's really been tough. And um, I appreciate everyone that's actually reached out and, uh, and you know, thanked me for the time that I spent here in the league. And uh, I had some wonderful messages, um, especially when uh, I did pretty much pulled the plug for the rest of the year and uh, I thought that'd be it. Um, but the, some of the messages that I received were just so humbling and it sort of really sparked things back um, into the calling and coming back and, and finishing the year off. Uh, I do like to thank, actually, uh, if, you, you, if you are listening, Jake Ville, who sent me this uh, an amazing yep. message on the, the night that I did, I did announce that I wasn't going to come back. And um, it just, yeah, it, it's amazing on what... Uh, what we do and how it can actually touch so many people, uh, football followers and players. I had, you know, I, one of your old players, Big H from the Eagles, messaged me and, and say um, it was a very random player. He said how he uh, he came down and played for you guys as, a, as an import or a player from outside of uh, Colac and um, his kids would listen back home and, you know, when he got home, they would say, oh, look, Dad, you know, the guys on the radio said uh, you did this today, so well done. And it was just, yeah, it was very humbling. So... I do thank uh, you guys as well for being really um, yep. uh, appreciative and, uh, I guess, caring for what I went through this year and also Nick and the guys at the station too that always uh, they reached out during the time that I was away. And, um, yeah, so I really thank everyone as well. And if today is going to be my final hurrah, I haven't decided that yet. I'd have thought 
I'd do a top ten CDFNL live, my favourite moments <laughs> on air. This and, could um, be interesting. Yeah, this could go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, so I'll go through it. So at number ten was the Otway Lawn Siren Gate fiasco. Oh, oh yeah. When Peter Hickey and Chip McCormack exchanged pleasantries. So I'm surprised. I'm surprised this is not higher on the list. Yeah, no, that shows you. But uh, Otway Districts, they were home and hose. They kicked the first four goals of the last quarter, and uh, old mate thought I'll blow the siren with. <laughs> I don't know, 13 minutes to go, and then I don't know what happened, but, you know. Al McKenzie was celebrating, wasn't he? Was, he was, and then... Uh, do, do we get to the bottom who actually blew oh, the song? Who knows, but uh, at the end of the day, Lawn came back and won, and uh, Peter Hickey and Chip McCormack uh, exchanged presentries. Number nine... I would have been back and chipping that, uh, in that uh, yeah. WWE wrestle. <laughs> we were going to lock, lock ourselves in the scoreboard and let Pete go at it. Yeah, yeah, I'll be the referee. I'll count one, two, three. Number nine, this is going to really touch Big H, but the 2020 Evolution Series. Oh, yes. Oh, big fella was real big in the ruck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Premiership coach in the virtual reality series. Help me through COVID just watching that. Oh, th- this was a lot of fun. In a really, really bad time for everyone. I remember just sitting on the couch one day playing Evolution. I'm like, why, why couldn't I just do a, 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 a CDFNL one and see how it goes week one? And then I did, and it just went, it carried through there. So we did nine rounds. Home and away, everyone played each other, just simulated. I commentated it. Got me through those, uh, those days of just uh, being locked up. Um, and then, yeah, we had the Western Eagles coming from the clouds. Paul Dory uh, kicking uh, a big bag in the last quarter and big H. How, how good was that, um, your avatar and that? <laughs> I think I, I think had you, you at 200, 200, 220 centimetres and 150 kilos, I think I had it set. But it was just muscle. It wasn't, wasn't, wasn't anything like I look like. I got, I got the hair right, though. Yeah, you did. Uh, how, how long did that take to, oh, to create all the place? Don't, don't ask. No? Say it, don't ask. Uh, number eight was the Apollo Bay Fest of 2022. Potato cakes. It was the Ooh. best. Now everyone knows my potato cake fetish. Oh, yeah. They were the best potato cakes, but do you remember we went out there, it was a Bay versus Imps last year, Sally Cannon delivered us garlic prawn pies, curry scallop pies, cheeseburger pies, it was it was a meal and a half, so that was definitely the best spread that we've had. Uh, number seven was when the day we interviewed Bomber Thompson at the Colac Imperials game. And good to see him actually get to present the coach medal on Grand Final Day yep. during the week. Wants to be introduced as Mark Thompson, not yes. Bomber, wants Mark, to get yes. rid of the Bomber. But he introduced himself. Didn't he? When oh, he yeah. In the box. And he, he was a bit triggered because he had to go through the away change rooms and they were Hawk, uh, Polar Bay jumpers. So Ooh, he was yes. a bit triggered on that way. Uh, number six was Easter Saturday last year. Just a wonderful game of football between Elvie and Lawn. End to end stuff. Jack Stephen almost won it for him. Um, but Lawn, uh, sorry, Elvie were suffered by the COVID hit bug, but they somehow won. Uh, number five, the time that Drew and AJ declared oh, Joel no. Menzig done for the day and clinically <laughs> oh, dead. Oh, Hang on a minute. I, I he actually... comes back and he kicks five in the second half. Oh. Hey, I, I actually speak to him about this a few weeks ago, as a matter of fact. Yep. And he did, he'd say he actually put it on a little bit. Put some mayonnaise yeah, on it a little nah, there bit. You're good. So, so I got to the bottom of it. So Dr. Quinn and Medicine Woman, he yelled it's not good. <laughs> Do- Do- Dr. Nick on The Simpsons, yeah. mate. Number four, the time Pete Hickey dropped the can of coke. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this is funny, Big H. Do you know the fences at Irrawarra? Like, they're not even fences. It was just, I don't know. He sat the coke there, and it, it dropped, and he did the old look around to make sure no one was looking, and uh, I was sitting there staring at him. Oh, it was funny. It was just... And then you immediately said, that's bugger of the day, and being drew going, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Uh, number three is the day we interviewed Murph Hughes. That oh, was an absolute yeah. river. So you imagine him and Piers Morgan on the same oh, thing. Wow, yeah. wait. Well, that's one thing we've got over Piers. We've interviewed him, and he hasn't. Yeah, so. that's exactly right. And the main thing is we won't get Piers on CDF 
Stephen L. Live, by the way. Nah. He's too busy. Actually, that was pretty good, though. He's too busy soaking still about the ashes. <laughs> I wonder who Pierce will tip today. Uh, and, and number two, uh, this was definitely a, a real big highlight in 2018 when the Western Eagles snapped their 55-game yeah. losing streak. It was just uh, it was a really good game of football, that one. I think uh, you guys were down in the third quarter, big H, but you just somehow got up and, and got the job done, and it was just uh, oh, it was a big day for the club. Yeah, it was a massive day, a massive weekend, and um, you know, a massive um, reward for the tough times they'd been through. Yeah. Absolutely. Like yep. 55 game losing streak. And to do it in round one of that season um, was really good. And, and Unfortunately, th- we couldn't win any more no, for the rest of the year. No. Uh, and here we were at Biak that year. Just, uh, that was, that was, yeah, it was just a really, really good game of footy. And number one, this is just, it's, it's just leaves rent free in my head. Um, it was a really dark weekend in the CDFNL back in 2015. So, unfortunately, on the Saturday, uh, we lost our uh, OA district star, Aaron Marnie, oh, yeah. uh, on the field. And then we had to back it up on the Sunday with an actual Sunday game between South Colac and the Imps. And you could sort of sense how flat the community was on that Sunday. But then you also can sense that Imps and, and South produced one of the great games of football, which resulted in one of my favourite players. And I'm, I'm, I can say it. Benny Cox marked the ball. Siren went. He was yep. 45 metres out. They were down. And he goes back and he kicks the goal after the siren. And I do remember that game. You called up beautifully yeah. too. Yeah. And then the power went off about a second later after he kicked it. So thank God we got that on the air. But, um, yeah, they're my top ten moments so far on CDFNL Live. Hopefully there's plenty more. But, uh, again, I do thank everyone who did reach out in my hour of need and uh, who still also just even walking around, Pete, when we were doing our little lap of honour before yep. in the sun, getting a ten and everyone, you know, asking me how I was and yep. how things are going. So... Do appreciate the uh, the support that everyone's shown me and the love that everyone shows me. Again, clubs can be really, really good, but uh, also once you sort of, I guess, everyone knows you, they reach out to you. So thank you very much. Yeah, well done, Max. Well, the well, great Ryan Hickey just walked into oh, the, the, the commentary yeah, yeah, yeah. after a busy <laughs> shift this morning, helping out at uh, helping out uh, with Ed. We're pressing the buttons back in the studio there too as well. It's it great the fourth to see best panelist we've had during <laughs> City no uh, I should have done a top five panelist, shouldn't I? <laughs> in the reserves, it's just under five minutes to go, and a Simpson mark to John O'Jennings, and he's going to go back and put Simpson nine points in front. With a few minutes left, so we'll keep you up to date on what's going on there. And the B-grade netball was Birigara 50. They defeated Iwarabek 29 with Saskia Rowan, best on court for Birigara there too. So they turned the tables from the second semi a fortnight ago. It's time to do our awards for 2023 here on CDFNL Live. We've then obviously we've had some great goals, some unbelievable marks. And a few little slip-ups along the way there, too. As Jono Jennings comes in and he kicks the goal. So, nine point late to Simpson with four minutes to go. Oh, so we'll he's keep... the best celebrator I've oh, seen. Oh, we love him. Absolutely. As we're to get the kickstart with the Vic Shed Garages. Goal of the year. This one, I think, was pretty obvious. A West Vic Sheds and Garages goal of the day. And he sends the ball inside the 450. Oh, it looked like it was going to bounce through. Kick oh, off the ground. Oh, no! And he just decides to kick it off the ground and it's gone through and the Albi fans have erupted. Give that goal an A status. That was Dom Dare, by the way, in that King's birthday game there. It was bouncing over towards the boundary. He just put the right boot at it and it went through. For did not one. deserve to be a goal. No, it did not. It was no. going out of bounds. Everyone stopped except Dom. And, yeah, uh, incredible goal. I reckon goal. that kick started his... 
Well, he was already a prime goal kicker, but after that, he just went whooshka on the goal nice, tally sheet. And obviously, obviously taking the reins from his brother Joe at the end of the after today, so he'll get start for 2024. So Dom Dare, our goal of the year. It's time for our class harvest setter mark of the year. There was a few really good marks this year, but we picked this one out from very, very recently. A class harvest centre mark of the day. To the lawn's back line for many years. He kicks long up the line. Harmer has to come here. But Paddy Marnie's oh, got goal and took a brilliant class harvest centre mark of the day. Yeah, that was from the first semi-final a couple of weeks ago there where the ball was kicked long. And Paddy Marnie was between two of the biggest lawn blokes on the ground in Louis Homer and I can't remember who Lucky the other Dunn. one was. Lucky Dunn. That was both coming in from a million miles an hour. Paddy Marnie just put the mitts up and took an unbelievable mark. And that yep. was a, at a crucial time in the game because Lawn was slowly getting on top in that uh, in that uh, game as well before the Bombers stood tall and got the job done courtesy of that. But we've had a few Uh-oh. Oh, oh. premium group painting oh, oh. Clanger of the Year nominations here as well. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And I think this one probably deserves to be the Clanger of the Year. It happened at Simpson, and this is what happened here. Well, if you missed it, this is what happened. A premium group painting Clanger of the Day. Gee, that was a bit, uh, bit lucky there, I reckon, the Tigers. Yeah, the Vets yeah. are asleep at the wheel. Yeah, he, uh, he fucked the kid. <laughs> <laughs> the kid. Fluffed it. Fluffed the kid. <laughs> 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 the day to what? Hey, what? He what? CDF was nearly disbanded after all that. Uh, what, were, what were you trying to say, by the way? I was say, trying to say fluffed the kick. <laughs> and, he said it again. And he hit, I hit the K a little bit early. No, that was one of the funniest things you ever heard. Uh, like I like I said, like, wanted to say fluffed. And, and it's, co- it's covered up the fact that it was one of the worst games ever in the history of football. <laughs> Thank you, there, uh, Maxie. I actually shared this during their 200. Uh, broadcast earlier in the year, a few weeks ago. AJ didn't come. He wasn't there. Thank goodness he wasn't. If he was there, I reckon he would have had to change his pants, I reckon, because of too much laughter. Because it was one of the funniest things you'll ever hear for a month of Sundays because it was absolutely gold. I reckon I was second as well for dropping that biscuit all over the floor last week. But no, it was, it was so a very... Back-to-back wins by Peter. <laughs> Peter hit me last year, yeah. Peter Mole here in this yeah. year. I think, yeah. em- I think Emily set me up. And, uh, 54 seconds to go. Set yourself up. That's <laughs> our awards done for the year. Simpson are going to win the reserves football as long kick a goal with oh. maybe a few oh. seconds to go. 45 seconds, so it's three points to margin. So we'll keep an eye on that. Birigar won the reserves. Don't give the ball back. No, no, yeah. exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. And, uh, Clock's counted down. There'll be a quick ball. There's no 666 rule, is there? No, no, no it's only going to be about 15 seconds once it gets back to, get to the, the middle. Back. Yeah. Stand in front of the goal of the boundary umpire. Yeah, everyone. 26 seconds, Drew. Yeah, I think there'll be a time for one quick, one quick kick out. Maxie, you want to give it a crack for the last 20 seconds? Yeah, Maxie. No, who's playing? Simpson and Lawn. Big Davey Will is in the ruck here for the Tigers. Up against yeah, Roachy. Big Roachy. Yep. 13 Jake seconds. Evans. 13 seconds. Just hurry up and ball oh, outside. It's a free kick. Oh, no. It's a free kick to Davey Bogomil. Oh, the ball's in his hands of the siren. He's just going to hold on. And oh. Simpson win their third reserves premiership in 10 years. All against Lorne. Oh. It's Tiger time, Pete. It's Tiger time. <laughs> He's running to the square too early. Oh, oh no. Boy. And Simpson, another miracle on grass. And they've won the reserves premiership. 
We'll take a break on CDFNL Live on Mix FM. Drew's just abandoned shit. <laughs> what <laughs> captain? <laughs> what captain material is Drew on Grand Final Day? He's in the Simpson Huddle. Rose of the Year. He's run out. He's the clanger of the day. Clanger of the day. Drew's just ducked. Emily. Ducked out. Premium group painting, clanger of the day. I'll take shits, all right. Talk about bandwagon. We'll take a break. CDFNL Live. Who's driving that, you? Because it's going to crash into the whole town of Simpson in a minute. It's probably Drew, the way he took off out there on the <laughs> All right, we're back after this to preview the big one. It is LV versus the Colac Imperials. There's something that just gives me a lot of joy when the Cats and the Swans play off in a grand final. So stay tuned here on Mix FM. Oh, he's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Mix FM, this is CDFNL Live. The boy-